I have a question. Where the freak was Anthony Davis tonight? Like, Domas was just absolutely dominating him. Like, all I hear about is Anthony Davis defense this, Anthony Davis that. Like, he was missing. Like, put him on a fucking milk card because he, he didn't exist tonight. I will say this, though. If we get this Kevin Herter in April, in May, in the playoffs, we're definitely more than a second-round team. Um, we look unstoppable at times. No, I was just going to say, like, their fans are the only ones who thought they were contenders. No one else. I just I just would like to say one thing. Domas has never lost against Anthony Davis. Thank you. Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings cast. It's daily. Joined by my co-pilots, Naima and Elizabeth. What's happening? What's up, y'all? Hey. Nothing more beautiful than hearing light the beam chants in Staples. But let's begin. First quarter, Fox gets a steal from the jump ball for an easy lay-in. Harrison Barnes hits two threes. Herter hits two threes. Monk Anna Brown, four minutes to go, immediately connects with Domas for the dunk. Kings up 20 with 145 to go. Like I said, this was a beautiful game. Second quarter, Lakers go on a 12-1 run with their starters back in against the Kings bench. Fox Hits a midi and stops the bleeding. Fox's JaVale for an oop. Monk gets a steal, a JaVale dunk. Another steal by Monk for a Duarte dunk. Fox hits a three. Domas gets a nice putback. Dunk off a of Fox miss. Fox hits another midi. Clamp Keegan locks up Austin Reeves. The announcers were saying was playing like trash, but let's be honest here. Kings clamped him easily. Herter hits a three from the corner to end the half. That was beautiful basketball. Naima, Liz. Honestly, that first half was just beautiful to watch, especially in the first quarter. I mean, we were making everything in that first quarter. I wasn't expecting us to do the same in the second quarter. That's why there was kind of a um, fall off of offense. But, man, when Domas and Fox and Kevin are all on, it is beautiful offense to watch. And it was just so much fun to watch as well, especially against the Lakers always. I have a question. Where the freak was Anthony Davis tonight? Like, Domas was just absolutely dominating him. Like, all I hear about is Anthony Davis defense this, Anthony Davis this, Anthony Davis that. Like, he was missing. Like, put him on a fucking milk card because he he didn't exist tonight. Like, that's crazy. Savonis had a great game, was out there doing his damn thing. Like, what more could you ask for from your big man when he starts off aggressive and he does his thing? It's just beautiful basketball. Again, when Fox gets going early, it's nice to see because then we don't have to have fourth quarter Fox come out on a nightly basis. Um, and he was shit talking, which I love when Fox, you know, shit talks because he has earned that right now in the NBA because he busts fools on a nightly basis. Uh, Kevin Herter is officially back, y'all. Um, we're watching him just do his thing out there, which is so nice to see. Again, it's nice when he hits his threes, but hitting that mid range like he's been doing, getting to the basket is even more crucial. So, yeah, this was a great win. Um, this is a great start to the six game road trip and we just got to keep it up. Not to be a party pooper. I will say this though. If we get this Kevin Herter in April, in May, in the playoffs, we're definitely more than a second round team. Um, we look unstoppable at times. And granted, I, I usually like to see, you know, six Kings and double figures. It's kind of weird, uh, lately seeing, um, Herter, Fox and Domas carrying the load, I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying it, it's weird to see, but it's nice to see him get out of his head and become who we thought he would be. 
Uh, anywho, third quarter, Herter hits a three off a of DHO. Domas hits a three off a of paint spray from Herter. Fox drives to the rim. He's met by AD. No problem. Fox easily floats it over. Sabonis stops a LeBron drive uh, and causes a miss. Domas steals from D'Angelo Russell. HB hits a three from a pass from Herter off that DHO gut action. Run gut DHO again. Herter gets stopped with a stun or a hedge. Herter flips it, passes to Domas, who drives in for a layup. So that play has been so many, as so many of you know. Herter hits six threes to end the quarter. Fourth quarter, Lakers go on a little run. Domas hits a midi, which is going to be so valuable in the playoffs. Domas hits HB under the rim for an easy lay-in. Lakers go zone and cut the lead to 10. But then, with about 90 seconds to go, you hear light the bean chants in Staples. And that's all she wrote. What a beautiful game. Yeah, honestly, it was just so much. I mean, towards the end, it was, I was kind of nervous. I'm like, but y'all better not blow this lead. But no, all all together, it was just a great game to watch. I love when we're smacking the Lakers like that. And I especially love when Domas is taking more field goals. It's great to see he took 19 shots. And he was not afraid to take it to AD. He, as Liz was saying, he was absolutely owning him in that play. I don't understand why he's even getting like defensive player of the year considerations because what I saw tonight, absolutely not. But it's great to see um, just Kevin playing as also like that. Like, man, he was on fire. He was hitting fadeaway threes like the so far out. I just – it was great to, to watch. And, of course, having Fox back, you already know the team is more confident when he's on the floor. Uh, kind of sucks that we – Mitchell was like the only one who didn't play in this game, literally got hit. Well, except Sawson and Edwards, but like – Getting hit with a DNP in the second time in a row kind of sucks, but it worked tonight, and and I'm glad that we were able to come out with the win and get our fourth win in a row. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else more to say. We dominated, we dominated the game, and you know, this obviously is not like a should win situation, but they kind of should have dominated because the Lakers were on a back to back. So this is a situation where you take advantage of, and you should dominate mm-hmm. games like this when you got teams coming off a back to back. Yes. Anthony Davis, LeBron didn't pay very many minutes last night because they basically blew the Grizzlies out, but they were smart in getting the pace going early because I could tell the Lakers were tired, their legs were tired. So that's what you should do when you get a team on a back-to-back is just run them off the floor. And that's what the Kings did. And honestly, um, Glenn Rivers called it. and He was like, yeah, LeBron looks totally gassed. And it was about three or four minutes to go in the fourth. And that has been happening lately in the past probably three or four seasons. Um, he always looks gassed in the fourth. So it is what it is. And as far as AD is concerned, and feel free to counsel me, I'm going to show a little empathy. I know that he's not the same since whatever the last injury was. I think he's just bad on the injuries, guys. And, and respect to him, he's still a beast when, you know, he has his once every five games. Uh, he goes super cyan and goes off. But, yeah, unfortunately – I don't think that's sustainable. I'm pretty sure before the playoffs, you know, he's going to do some DNPs. He's going to go into the back to tank, as they say, and he's going to take a break and get ready for a playoff run like they always do. LeBron as well. It's bound to happen. They always do it every season. Oh. (laughs) Woo! I do believe it is that time once again to recollect and reconvene and process what just took place. I sit here on the East Coast, but I sit here and I smile. My smile is from ear to ear. It's as big as a goddamn Christmas tree in Rockefeller Plaza in New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, 
we say light the beam. This was beautiful from start to finish. This was glorious. This was groovy like a drive-in movie. It was official like a referee's whistle. It was as cool as a polar bear's toenails in the Antarctic. The Sacramento Kings didn't just beat the rival Los Angeles Lakers, the same team that everyone this summer said was going to own the Pacific, the same team and fan base that said the Kings were a fluke, that said the beam team was a blimp on the radar, that said the Kings were one-hit wonders. Yet I stand here today in my living room, and I gaze into my phone, and I gaze into the stat sheet, and my eyes, do they dare deceive me? Do they dare complicate things for me? No, this can't be. Because what happened tonight was simply put, the Sacramento Kings kicked the Los Angeles Lakers' ass in their backyard in Hollywood. Liz, I know you know ball. I would never question your knowledge. I don't want to hear about a back-to-back. I don't want to hear about the Lakers were tired. Everyone was probable. Anthony Davis was probable. The GOAT LeBron James was probable. You know what was probable? probably the Kings were going to put their foot up the Lakers' ass, and that's what they did. I don't want to go into the stats. That's too easy. That's low-hanging fruit. That's cherry-picking. Kevin Herter, he did his thing again. God bless your red velvet. Smooth, like the back of a drop-top Cadillac. The velvet in the back of a drop-top Cadillac. He outplayed Anthony Davis. The revenge tour is in full effect for the Saboner. God bless him. Keegan Murray, aggressive as usual. Barnes. Everyone threw salt at him again online, but he had the defensive turnover when it looks like the momentum was shifting. That turned the tide again, back to the Kings in control. Um, I just want to bring up one thing, because you know what the Lakers fans, they, they, they've been telling me all, all summer that Austin Reeves is the next best shooting guard in the league. I just want to bring this up. Austin Reeves, 4-10, 0-5, had 11 rebounds, whatever. Nine points for the Kobe of the Ozarks. Listen, at the end of the day, it's like this. Our team is hitting their stride. That's four in a row now. Count them. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. The Kings are coming. No, no, no. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Let me, let me retract. I feel embarrassed saying the Kings aren't coming. The Kings are here, damn it. This is the future of the Pacific. This is the future of the Western Conference. I told you all offseason. It's not a mirage. It's not a fluke. The Kings are competing for a title. I don't care about beating the Lakers' ass in November. This is about April, May, and June. This is just a, a preview, a precursor of what's to come, damn it. The Lakers are old. They're decrepit. They're fading away. And the Kings are young. They're full of life. And they're 6-4. and four. Like the beam. Turn on the fucking Jets. Might I add that this was a wire-to-wire victory. Kings led throughout the whole game. Amazing. 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 Isn't it so amazing every time we beat the Lakers, everybody? It's just poetic justice. And let's give the Lakers fans some credit. They created that space, like we said. At least they're humble, unlike Warriors fans. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the Warriors. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how the Kings are once again on top of the Pacific Division, on top of the Lakers, on top of the Warriors, on top of the Phoenix Suns, and on top of the Los Angeles Clippers. Can we talk about it for a second? Kevin Herter smoking hot red velvet. Ooh, it tastes so good. 
It tastes amazing. Sabonis went at Anthony Davis today. At the very start of the game, went at him and then continued to go at him and then continued to go at him. Rebound after rebound, push after push, bucket after bucket, every single time. And what does Anthony Davis do? He just stands there. I don't understand that. Coming from pure basketball, I don't understand how you can be hyped as a defensive player of the year so much, but yet you just stand there and get bullied all night. And it's not like Sabonis was doing anything too fancy. He was just going at him the exact same way, every time, directly into his chest. Needless to say, De'Aaron Fox, another masterclass. Another absolute chef's kiss masterclass. Can we look at LeBron for a second? Is this your king? No. No, 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 no. This is our king. This man, De'Aaron Fox, came back 28 points against the Warriors and had an absolute masterclass again against the Lakers. This man just loves cooking the team that didn't draft him that took Lonzo Ball over him. De'Aaron Fox is just angry. De'Aaron Fox does not like the Lakers. But, yeah, I enjoyed watching this game. If I'm being real for a second, too, I can't watch the ESPN broadcast. I was so hyped when we got 22 games this year, 22 nationally televised games, and yet I can't even watch them because all anybody does is talk about the Lakers. I'd much rather listen to Mark Jones and Katie Christensen or Kyle Draper and Katie Christensen on some nights. But it's a very, very good, very, very good night, long day of work, and I remember today, oh, yeah, the Kings and Lakers play. We get to beat their asses again. Last year, there was an excuse of we didn't beat them fully healthy. Either LeBron was out or AD was out. We've beaten them twice this year fully healthy. I'm just, I'm happy. I'm happy. This team is finally coming together. The chemistry is building. This is starting to look like being team two. Starting to look like being team 2.0, man. I'm excited. I'm hyped for this season. And one more thing before I get off. Those purple jerseys, man, are the cleanest effing jerseys I have ever seen in my life. I thought the City Edition jerseys were clean. I didn't expect those jerseys to look that good on the court. Those are fire. I'm getting one of each this year. I don't care. Light the beam, baby. We back. Same, Jordan. Same for sure. I just, I just like to say one thing: Domas has never lost against Anthony Davis. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and we'll get to the Spurs a little later, but yeah, I, I anticipate us doing well as long as we have our legs. But again, road trips are rough, so if we are going to lose any of these road games on this road trip, it's going to be due to that nine times out of ten. So we'll see. Um, I will say, speaking of HB, I'm just really happy that he took 10 shots. And, you know, people have just been box score watching. They're not watching the game. They don't understand that he's like the fourth or fifth option now. His stat line is basically Keegan's last year because they have the same role. Because he has his role now. Um, So he shot five for 10, 50% shooting, 50% from three. He shot three of six. I mean, he balled out today. And, And I think that's perfect. 
that's about what I want him to do. And we're getting such great value out of him. Um, I really hope the HB slander kind of dies down, at least, you know, have a little 48 hour moratorium, but we'll see. Liz, what's up? Daily, you're asking for a lot there for Kings fans to not try to roast Harrison Barnes because for some reason, even after a win, they always have to find the negative and say, oh, I'm like, what do we expect like our team to score like 200 points every game and every person go off for fucking 40 points? Like, what are we doing here? It's crazy. But uh, no, I just wanted to give a shout out real quick uh, to Lindsay Harding, who's coaching our Stockton Kings team. She got her first win last night. So before I forgot, I just wanted to give a shout out to her because that is pretty awesome what she's going to be doing over there. So love that for them. Absolutely. Shout out to her. Um, App, what's going on? Welcome back. Yo, what up, Daily? Oh, it's good to be back. Uh, great win tonight. Always good to beat the Lakers. I want to say we won, like, the last four in Staples. So, you know, I wish Kobe was alive to see that. You know, RP to Kobe. Um, Fox, man, I mean, he's a top ten player in the league right now. I mean, I don't even think it's debatable. I think he's a couple more games he'll be in the MVP conversation. Just the way he pushes the ball up the court. And he, even on the ESPN broadcast, they they kind of alluded to it, how we'd score with 20 seconds left on the clock. Fox pushing the ball, quarter in the corner. You know, Fox pushing the ball up, Harrison Barnes in the corner. You know, like just his pace and tempo to the game, I think he's finally mastered what he wants to do. And he, he knows how to really just dominate at every level. So I'm, I'm loving what I see him from Fox. Um, I wish Sabonis would do this every game, to be kind of honest. Like, He's such a bruising center. Like, he's pretty much the third best center in the league. I think there's not many centers, maybe one or two, that can even guard him. So I wish when, when, once he's gets going, I feel like we're really just unguardable because now he's pushing the ball up the floor. Now you don't know if he's going to go to the rim or spray it out. And then once he starts getting to the rim, they got to double him. And now he's kicking passes to Harrison, Keegan, Fox, Herter, you know. So he's such a dominant player. I mean, t- what he did to AD tonight is just crazy, dude. Like, dropped like 20 and 10 on him in the, at halftime. Hopefully, you know, we keep up the momentum. Uh, I love what I'm seeing from Keegan. He may not be scoring the ball right now, but his defense, I mean, we're talking about maybe second, third team all defense this year. I mean, what he's done to Donovan Mitchell, what he's done, what he did to D'Lo and Austin Rivers. I, I mean, Austin Reeves, there was one play where he had just had Reeves in a box, didn't know what to do, then finally stripped him. I think he's playing at just a good level. I think he just needs to get his legs underneath him because he's playing much harder. And last year, all he had to do was stand in the corner, so his legs are always good for threes. Now he's constantly chasing the best opposing player every night, and he just has to get used to it. So I'm really proud of what Keegan's doing right now. Hopefully he keeps it up. And, um, yeah, like the beam. Hopefully we uh, get this win against the Spurs. App, always appreciate you. Uh, Well said, man. Well, let me just say this. There's Golden One Center, right? Mm -hmm. Can we officially name uh, Staples Golden One South? Uh, I'm beginning to feel Golden One South. I love it. I'm just saying. I mean, after these few games, yeah, we have the right After team. last season, too, we didn't even lose in uh, Staples or in the Crip, whatever they call it nowadays. We didn't lose in L.A. last year. We won all of our games that we played against the Clippers and the Lakers. No, absolutely, man. Golden one south. Let's start it right now. That's all I'm saying. I um, have to put a secondary beam up in there. <laughs> Seriously. 
Um, you know, just speaking about the whole Fox and Tyrese thing, I mean, the media is going to create the narrative that they want to create, of course. But let's not forget, y'all, people were wanting Fox traded. People were shitting on Fox when he had no fucking help. So, like, I forget a lot of our freaking Kings fans were on the timeline saying he's not him. He's not that guy. Like, what are we doing now? Because Fox, we all know, true hoopers that actually watch the game of basketball know when De'Aaron Fox has help, he can be that guy. And he is him. Like, that shit just needs to stop right now. I swear, if I ever see something negative about De'Aaron Fox again, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go crazy because that's just insane. But I don't. I didn't forget that there was a ton of people shitting on this man for many, many years when he was literally in basketball hell. And I'm like, that's just facts about the Kings. And for a long time, it was basketball hell. So, of course, you're not going to enjoy your time playing basketball when your team sucks. But finally, we got the right people in place to do the right things, make the right moves. And now Fox has helped. And look what he's doing out there. He could potentially be in the MVP conversation. Like, what are we doing here? It's crazy. Well, think about this. When was the last time you stressed out about a shooting guard having the ball in the fourth quarter? Remember that late in the fourth and Buddy Heald would start dribbling? And like, I swear to God, it was like a whole season of him dribbling the ball off his knee and getting a turnover. And then we didn't just lose the game. That seems You're like me ages PTSD, ago. Bailey. PTSD. Seriously, uh, it's been so long. So I'm, I'm uh, getting, I'm getting flashbacks daily. Don't remind yeah, me. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, our trauma. <laughs> so let's just be present and enjoy this shit because this is beautiful. It's, it's almost hard to get used to, um, and it's almost weird just seeing this team. And this is another improvement from last year. They were not a good first quarter team from last year. Remember, and then mm-hmm. to see them go out guns blazing and, and kicking that ass in the first quarter is just a beautiful thing. And of course, finishing. And we haven't even mm-hmm. seen fourth quarter Fox because we didn't have not needed him because we're winning these games um, yeah. and dominating. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Minus the Houston road trip. I understand that. Manny, you changed your handle, man. What's going on? What's up, man? How's it going? It's going well, dude. Dude, this is fun, man. Like, it's not even just the wins. Like, even... I know that the losses were pretty brutal for a second, but this team just it's the it's the resilience, it's the way they play, it's the family atmosphere that they display. Like look seeing Mike on the throne the other day, right? Throwing up the floor, like this is a legit family, right? Like you can see that they enjoy playing with each other. There's nobody that really uh sits on the bench pouting. We all know uh, as much and look, I I've been saying it for a while now as far as Davion like I think at some point he can uh flourish on another team somewhere and even at, maybe as a starter I, I'm not sure if this team is 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 what he needs but but as long as he's here like I still think there's a place for him somewhere within Mike's Mike's going to go to him at some point it's just what Mike does he finds he finds he always finds the right moves to make when things aren't going well and and that's what I love about Mike. And we all, I've seen everybody at some point question certain things he's done, but everything he's done has worked. Even with everybody questioning what he did with, with Kayvon, right? At, during the K- training camp, there was, well, I don't know if that's a good idea, but at the end of the day, it worked. Everything he does works. There's a method to all his madness. And watching this team is literally pure joy. I get so many calls and texts from friends 
that are in Chicago or wherever, and they're all like, dude, man, like, how is it? They're like, I'm like, one thing I love about these fans here, man, is, is they've gone through so much and there's pure joy. Like it's unadulterated joy. Like, I don't even know how else to describe it. I'm like, and it's infectious. And it's nobody being an asshole, nobody pulling the whole Golden State assholeness or LA Lakers assholeness. Like, it's literally, I don't think I really like, I messed with a couple guys because some of them are like really strict homers. But like in general, like, I've never met a fan here yet where I'm like, oh, he's just a, a dick or whatever. Like, everyone is legitimate, legitimately a joy to hang out with and watch games with. And, and it's rubbed off on me, like I said, since I've moved here. And, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, I do still think, I know you said let's, you know, four-game winning streak out. I think down the line there is one move to make at some point. Don't know what it'll be, where it'll take the team, like, to that next level. But regardless, this team is growing together, and they're a dangerous team. And like you said, like, I want to – I get why people still disrespect the team a little bit, right, because it's one year. And we've all seen teams – not this team I'm saying, but we've seen other teams in other leagues and other sports where, you know, they have that one great year and then they revert back to what they were. And I was like, oh, that was a fluke. We know that's not this. But I think even if the championship is like, let's say, four or five years down the line, I think after this year and maybe even next year, the respect will be there because it'll be a consistent sea of winning and it'll show the organization in winning mode. And that's that's really what I think people need to see is like it wasn't just one year, it's two years, and there are threats beyond that. Man, uh that's how I was about when we started doing all the trades, when we started building this team, when we got Kavan, when we got when Mike Brown was hired. You know, that was my hope. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all, but I, I'm getting greedy. Like <laughs> I I kind of want this to happen sooner than later. Um, and, and, you know, rational me is like, eh, you know, it takes about four to five years to build a championship team. You look at all the evidence from Milwaukee to Denver. It, it took a while, mm-hmm. but man, I am losing patience and, and I'm being irrational right now. And, and but I that's why help. you're a fan, bro. That's yeah. What it's, it's tough, we- dude. It, it's, it's like, I want that so bad. And, and it's like, you know, I, I, Honestly, I would love to just get out of the second round just to show improvement, right? But God damn mm-hmm. it, man. Let's why not the Western Conference Finals? Why not the finals? Why not have us go on a Miami Heat bender and, and just go on one and have generational shooting, you know, for like four series straight until they meet the Nuggets and then they um flamed out. But it's like they weren't it supposed happened. to be there. So and we have the shooters to do that. We have more talented shooters than Miami did last year. We could do it. It's just, it'll take a minor miracle. That's all I'm saying. But the way we're looking right now, we absolutely look like a team in February. We look like we're like five months in, and, and it's a beautiful absolutely. thing to see. Absolutely, man. I, I'm This year is just so exciting, man. I, I'm here for the ride. And but no matter what, like this is, man, I'm, like I always, I always tell you guys at the end of every time I talk, like, yo, man, I'm excited for you guys. I can't wait to see all your joys and uh, to see all your faces and joys and the parades and all that. And and I'm here for it, man. I, I love it. And Manny, where are you in Sacramento? Uh, I'm right. Literally, my backyard is Bing Mahoney Golf Course. <laughs> oh, wild. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, Manny, for coming. Appreciate through, you guys. Always. Uh, Al, 
What's up, man? What's up? Uh, what a game. What a night. Uh, beating the Lakers on national TV feels so good. Uh, Domas absolutely dominating AD. And, I mean, Fox played great. Herder went off again. Um, I personally apologize for doubting him uh, after his slow start. He's, um, I mean... He, he was bound to go off, and now it's been two or three games in a row. He's had a great game. Um, I watched the game at Sauce, got to see the beam, and uh, was hanging out there in the rain, and Mike Bibby came out, so I got to take a picture with Mike Bibby. Um, so overall, great night for the Kings, great night for me, and uh, look forward to the next game. Oh, that's dope. You know, that's, that's a hell of a time. Appreciate y'all. Again, crypto is now golden one south. Um, thank you all for coming through. Elizabeth and Naima, thanks for taking one for the team. I know you guys are tired as well. So we're out of here. All right. Good night, y'all. Thank you. That's a beam. Bite it. Beat LA. Hashtag G1C South, baby. <laughs>